This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Let's now talk about Germany's neighbor, France. It's in the grip of an energy crisis. Most European countries are right now, but the situation in France is especially complex. Oil refineries are out of stock, petrol pumps are running dry, and the people are getting restless. Have a look at the images on your screen. They are from the capital city, Paris. It is engulfed by a sea of cars. Wherever you see, there are long queues of motorists waiting to get their tanks refilled. Reports say in recent weeks, a total of 100,000 motorists have reported running out of oil. They filed complaints on an online portal which tracks petrol stations. Let's listen to some voices. Honestly, today the French people want to pay for fuel. Look there. They want to pay. It's not that they don't want to. They want to pay. They're not even given the choice to pay because a shortage was created. I'm at a point where I just need to find gas, that's all. And as for the price, we don't have a choice. If the price is not good for me, I can't go elsewhere or I would go looking for ours. It's a sad state of affairs. More so for the fact that it's happening in a developed country like France. What explains it? An easy answer would be the war in Ukraine, Russia's chokehold on the gas supplies to Europe. It has indeed lowered France's gas reserves. But there is another factor which has made this crisis even worse. And that's a strike by France's largest trade unions, the General Confederation of Labour, CGT. It has staged a walkout. Most of the workers happen to be from Total Energies and ExxonMobil, two of the country's biggest petroleum companies. How many of them are there? More than 40,000. How long have they been protesting for? For over two weeks. And why exactly are they protesting? Because they want a 10% pay hike. How long do they plan to be on strike until their demands are met? These protests have triggered a gas shortage and reports say France's total refinery output has reduced by 60% and this explains the long queues in Paris. What's worse, that's not the only outcome of this strike. It has also led to protests, protests to make France leave the European Union. Look at the images on your screen. They are from Paris. On Sunday, thousands of protesters gathered in the city to call for an end to France's membership in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. What difference will leaving the NATO make? It will save France from being collateral damage due to that war in Ukraine. Well, that's what the protesters say. They say leaving the NATO would mean an end to whatever little differences France has with Russia. It will help France take decisions independently, without any binding regulations of the NATO. 
they expect this step to lower the high cost of living and help France replenish its gas reserves. So first there was a strike, now there are protests and they have both increased the pressure on the French president who is already facing public discontent due to growing costs. Last we checked, Emmanuel Macron had not commented on the matter. This was as far as the crisis in France is concerned. The situation in other European nations is not good either. As winter approaches and gas shortages widen, a lot of Europeans are hoarding wood in order to keep warm. In the UK, the national grid has warned of three-hour power cuts and this has forced the British government to draw up contingency plans. The same story in Italy, due to growing gas shortages, it has decided to revive old coal plants, temporarily halt the work at factories and shorten heating hours at the workplaces. In Spain, air conditioning at airports and stations has been limited. Shops are being asked to dim their lights at night. Simply put, the whole of Europe is in a fix. The protests may be restricted to France for now, but there is no saying if they will not spread as winter approaches.